a comparison and an example to describe the different stages of the maturing of a woman. And they compared it to the three stages of ripening of a fig, since there are three recognizable stages in the ripening of a fig, and there are names for each of the stages. Firstly, Paga, this refers to a unripe fig. Boichal, this is the name for a fig that has begun to ripen, but it is not yet fully ripe. Votsemel, this is the name for a fully ripened fig. And the Mishnah explains, Paga, the first stage when the fig is not yet ripe, that is Oidotinoikes. That's comparable to when the girl is still a young child. She's under the age of Bas Mitzvah, which means that she's under the age of 12 years old. Boichal, this is the middle stage of the maturing, this is once she begins to mature. Elu Ureha, this refers to the days that she is considered to be a Nara, and that refers to a girl who is between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half years old. And the Mishnah elaborates and adds that Bozoi during both of these periods and stages, both when she is under the age of 12 years old and when she is a Nara between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half years old, Oviha Zakai, her father, has the following rights over her. Bimtsi Osa, firstly that which she finds, a lost item where there is no mitzvah to return it, based on whatever scenario it might be, in a case where there is no mitzvah to return that lost item to its owner, and therefore the one who finds it can become the owner of it, instead of her becoming the owner over it, her father would become the owner over it. Because really whatever she earns and becomes owner of is really owned by her father. And likewise, that which she creates, she makes, or that which she earns, also is considered to be owned by her father, and her father also has the right to annul her vows. If she makes a vow to prohibit herself to benefit from a particular thing, the Torah states that if he hears about this and he decides that he does not want her to be bound by this vow, he is able to say that he doesn't want it to be valid, and indeed he would be the one who has the power to annul that vow. Alright, and the third and final stage is Tsemel, once the that is a fully ripened fig, Kevan Shabogra, this is once a woman has fully matured, which is at the age of twelve and a half years old, Shuvain Lavia and from that moment onwards her father no longer has any authority and rights over her, and the three things that were just mentioned would no longer apply. Mishnaches, as well as reaching the age of 12 and a half years old, she must also have developed the signs of maturity, the bodily features that are usually present on a woman who has matured, and the Mishnah explains, Ezo Simoneha, what exactly are these features that must exist on her body together with her being of that age of 12 and a half years old. Rabbi Yisaglili, Omer Rabbi says, Mishayale Akemetachasadad, once a fold develops underneath her breast. Rabbi Akiva, Omer Rabbi Akiva says, Mishayatu Adadim, it's only from a later stage of the maturity, once the breasts hang downwards. Ben Azai, Omer Ben Azai says, Mishatashcher Hapitoymes, once the tip of her breasts becomes darker, it's the stage at which if somebody were to place their finger onto the tip of the breast, it would sink inwards and it would wait a moment before coming back. Only if it sinks in for a moment and then it comes out again, 
at that stage of maturity is she considered to be a begeres, which is that final stage of maturity of a woman, which is usually reached by the age of 12 and a half years old, and really both of these conditions are required, both that she is of age, 12 and a half years old, and that these features have developed and are present on her body. Mishnah test. This Mishnah talks about a boy or a girl who don't develop the regular features of a maturing person, and a man who never actually matures and he is unable to have children is called a sorris, and a woman who does not develop the features of maturity and she also is not able to have children, the name for such a woman is an ilonis. Now, a sorris and an ilonis, apart from the fact that they don't develop these regular features of maturity, there are also some other things that are characteristic of a sorris or an ilonis. For example, a sorris's hair might be much softer than a regular adult person's hair. His skin is smoother. An ilonis's voice might sound slightly masculine. And there are a number of different characteristics of a sorris and an ilonis. Apart from this, they don't develop the regular signs of maturity. So, in general, in order for a girl to no longer be considered a immature girl, but rather to enter into the middle stage of her being a nara, that's the period from when she is between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half years old, she's maturing. So apart from the age factor that is necessary, she's got to be 12 years old, it also must be that she has developed two hairs in her lower private area, and if she hasn't, then she'll still be considered like a child. Pretty much all of the laws that apply to a child will apply to such a woman. And the same goes for a man. Now, if as well as the fact that they have not developed those signs of maturity, they also have the characteristics of a sorris or an ilonis, then we are able to be certain that indeed they are a sorris or an ilonis, and we'll see in this Mishnah a couple of ramifications of that status. However, until the age of 20, we're always able to have in mind that there's also a possibility that it's a late developing child, and even if the person has the characteristics of a sorius or an ilonis, and they haven't developed the two hairs minimum, until the age of 20, we are never certain that they are a sorius or an ilonis. If at the age of 20, they haven't developed shtesiris, at least minimum two hairs in the private lower area, and they have the characteristics of a ilonis and a sorris, then we would be certain that indeed that is their status. However, if they don't have other characteristics of an ilonis and a sorris, it's just that they haven't yet developed that sign of maturity, then they are still in a situation of a doubtful status, and only if they then reach the age of 35 without yet developing shtesiris, at least, at least minimum two hairs, only from then are we able to be absolutely certain that indeed that is their status of being a sorris or an ilonis. So to summarize, either they're 20 years old and they have the characteristics of a sorris and an ilonis and they have not developed two hairs, or if they reach the age of 35 and they haven't developed the minimum two hairs, then even if they don't have the characteristics, the other characteristics of a sorris or an ilonis, we are able to be certain that that is indeed their status. Now, what is the halakha ramification of somebody being considered a sorris or an ilonis? The answer is with regards to the mitzvah of yibum. As we have already mentioned, if a person gets married and then he dies without children, there is a mitzvah upon the brother of the dead man to marry the dead man's wife, the widow. 
if for whatever reason they don't want to or they can't, then there is a mitzvah in order to allow her to marry a different person. She must first go through a procedure called chalitza together with the dead man's brother in Bastin in the court. Now, the, it is learned from Psukim that a, since the purpose of Yibum is in order to continue the legacy of the dead man and to have children who will continue on the dead man's legacy, a Soris or a Islandist who are not able to have children, the mitzvah does not apply to them. So if either the dead man's brother is a Soris or the dead man's wife is an Islandist, then there would be no mitzvah of Yibum or Chalitza. Begins the Mishnah. Bas Esim Soris. A 20-year-old woman who has not developed two hairs minimum in her lower private area, Tovi Rayashibas Esrim Shona Vihilanis, if she can bring a proof that she is indeed at least 20 years old and that she has the characteristics of an islandess. So since she both has the characteristics and she's reached the age of 20 years old without developing two hairs, so she has definitely got that status, and she would not need to go through the procedure of Chalitza or Yibum. Yibum was when she marries the dead man's brother. Chalitza is when they go through a procedure and based in in order to exempt them of that mitzvah. Likewise, Ben Esrim Shonash Lehevishtes a man who is 20 years old who hasn't developed at least two hairs in his private area, Yovi Rayashu Ben Esrim Shonavu Soris, he should bring a proof, if he can bring a proof that he is 20 years old, and he has the characteristics of a Soris, like he would also not have any obligation to do either Chalitza or Yebum. Eilu Devir Beis Hillel, these are the words of Beis Hillel. But Beis Shammai, Emirim Beis Shammai say, for both a man and a woman, the age is not 20 years old, but actually 18 years old. Emir Beliezer says, it depends in the same way as we find that the age of a boy maturing and becoming Bar Mitzvah Becoming an adult who is responsible for his actions is 13, whereas for a girl, she matures at an earlier age of 12 years old. So too for this next stage, which is a confirming of their status, and this is really the end of that stage of them growing. Over here, also there's a difference between a boy and a girl. For a boy... The words of Beis Hillel are correct, that the age is 20 years old, but for a girl, the words of Beis Shammai are correct, because a woman matures quicker than a man, and therefore for her, the age would be 18 years old, whereas for a boy, the age would be 20 years old. That if we see that by that, by that stage, they still haven't developed those basic signs of maturity, we are able to be pretty certain that indeed they are a Soros or an Islandess. This is a continuation of the end of the previous parak, the end of the previous chapter. If the features that exist in a maturing woman in her lower private area exist and develop before the features in her higher private area of her chest, which means that she develops at least two hairs in the lower private area before the features of maturity in her breast area develop, the Mishnah says she should do either chalitza or yibum in a case where that applies, and that is a way of the Mishnah saying that we consider her to be a regular adult. Her adult status is primarily dependent upon the features in her lower private area, at least in terms of her being considered a nara, a 12 years old maturing girl.
If it's the opposite, however, if the signs of maturity in her private area that is higher up, her chest-breast area, if those signs of maturity developed, but the signs of maturity in the lower private area have not yet developed, she hasn't yet developed two hairs there, what is her status in such a case? Now, the Mishnah notes, even though this is actually impossible, this never happens, she always matures first, the features of maturity always appear first in the lower private area. But in this theoretical case, what would her status be? Rumeir says that she's considered to be a child. Her adult status, which happens at 12 years old in general, is dependent solely upon the maturity features in her lower private area. And since she hasn't developed those, so she can perform neither chalitza nor yibum. She can't perform chalitza since she is a child, and a child's act of chalitza, just like most of the legal acts performed by a child, is not valid. Now, yibum, technically speaking, she is able to perform yibum. Her act of relations is considered to be a halachically recognized act already from the age of three years old. However, Medira Bonon, she is not able to perform yibum as long as she is a child, in case in the future it will emerge that she was actually an islandess that she's somebody who's not able to have children, in which case the whole obligation of Yibum doesn't apply. And in fact, when the obligation of Yibum does not apply, it's actually forbidden to perform Yibum. And because of that, Medjah Bonon, a child is not able to perform Yibum in case it will emerge that she's actually an islandess. And the main point is that according to Rimeir, as long as she hasn't developed the maturity features in her lower private area, she's still considered to be a child, as opposed to an adult who has reached that stage of maturity, or at least who has begun to develop the maturity. She's able to do either chalitza or yibum. Because the Chachomim said, It is possible for the features of maturity to develop in her lower private area before they develop in the higher private area, her breast area. But it's impossible for her to have features of maturity in the area of her breasts before developing those features in her lower private area. Which means that if we can see that those features exist in her breast area, then it must be that the features existed at least at some point also in her lower private area. Perhaps the hairs fell out or something, but we are certain that actually she did develop those signs of maturity also in the lower private area. And because of that, we consider her to be a like a regular adult. It appears that Ruby Mayer argues on this reality, and therefore there is no proof that she had developed these features in her lower private area. And since, according to Rabbi Meir, everything is dependent upon the features that develop in the lower private area, she is not yet able to perform chalitza or yibum because we still consider her to be a child.